Welcome to the Good Girl Society, the podcast where we, Sass and Jim, talk about all things bookish, lifestyle, and navigating your life in your 30s. Make sure to give us a follow on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at good.girls.pod. And be sure to follow us here on streaming services so you can listen to all of our latest episodes. Today, Jim has a spooky, spicy treat for us, which comes in the form of the disturbing new adult horror, Petite Mort by Nikki Noir and S.C. Mendes. The trigger warnings for today's episode are extensive, so I will be reading them off of my phone. I'm just going to give you a warning ahead of time. (laughs) They are drug abuse, drug and alcohol use, sexual content, Santa-philia. We're going back to Christmas, friends. (laughs) Student-teacher relationship, (laughs) pregnancy, schizophrenia, self-harm, mentions of pedophilia, rape and sexual assault, demons, toxic relationship, blackmail, biphobia, genital mutilation, body horror, drugging, alcohol use, spells, curses, cannibalism, ableism, and child death. Jen, what the fuck? (laughs) What are we getting ourselves into in this episode? I'm actually pretty excited. There's a lot of trigger warnings. I think quite an extensive list in comparison to some of the books that we have reviewed so far on the channel. Yeah, it is. So, Petite Moore, um, it's not actually a, like a full book, is it? It's short stories. Yes. So it is short stories and novellas. Um, they go back and forth. There are eight of them. The first one is called Grinder, then Santa's Package, then Into the Pit, Horrorgasm, Hashtag Dead Seal Challenge, Magic Brew, The Sack Cutter, and Cucumbers and Comforters. Did you say The Sack Cutter? Mm hmm. Okay, well, we'll get it. We'll circle back I'm not going to gonna go into cutter. too much detail because I do want you to read this one, Sess. So I'm not giving you all the details on this one. Damn it. Okay, all right. I mean, I'm... <laughs> Color me intrigued. <laughs> okay, so Petite Moore actually has a meaning, right? Because when, when you told me about the book, I was like, Petite Moore? Is that... Like, again, I always have to relate it back to SJM, but I just thought of a tiny door handle. No, doorknob. <laughs> <laughs> I do. You know, I love more... Mort is my favorite character in the Throne of Glass series, and I don't care what anyone says. Maybe we should try and do, like, a cosplay of Mort. I think it's it's about time. We should. I love it. So Petite Mort, <laughs> Petite Mort does have a meaning. Um, it means the brief loss or weakening of conscience. So mm-hmm. it does actually have a specific meaning. Um, but this book specifically is all kind of horror sexy just kind of new age occult vibes and it's i like to think of it if like black mirror meets like somewhat sexy smut porn in a sense some of them are more like smutty than others but if like yeah like black mirror type episodes and like that kind of like horror almost futuristic 
witchy vibes met like smut is what I kind of characterize this book as. So if you're like, I mean, I know you are, but if my list, our listeners are like kind of freaky, this is a book that like, I think you could vibe with. That sounds so good. Or you haven't even told me anything. And I'm like, TBR straight away right now. So I initially just really liked the cover and I'm going to put it up so that everybody can see too, but I want to show it to you as well. Oh no, it got really, really big. I found this on NetGalley, and I really just liked the cover of it. I just think it looked really, really cool. And I had no idea what it was about. I was like, you know what? This looks cool. And it just said, like, erotic horror. So I was like, let's do it. Let's see what it is. I didn't – I was like, I'm not going to read the description. I'm just going to see what happens. And you know what? I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, that is wild. (laughs) I know. I'm like, Goodreads, got to check everything about it. No, I was I was just scrolling neck alley. I thought the cover looked really cool. Yeah. And I was like, erotic horror is something I haven't stumbled in yet. And I just went for it. And the first, I have to say, the first one little freaked me out. And I didn't know that I was going to actually be able to get my way through it because it was a bit much. But then I just kept going and I was like, I kind of like it. It's It's freaky and interesting. I remember you messaging me saying, I don't know if I can do this. And I was like, push through. <laughs> I know. Because like, the first one was just a little bit weird. And I'll give everybody like an overview of the first one. I'm not going to go into too many details about all the other stories because I really, really want people to read this book. Like I do. I think if like horror and like smut is your vibe, man, I really think this is something that you should go and read yourself. But the first one is like, wow. Like, I almost thought every single book was going to be, like, overly smutty to the point where I was, like, it was, like, a little too much for me. But they it, it simmers down. There is a lot of smut in all the other ones, too, but it does simmer down not as much as this one. So the first one starts with, like, drug dealers. And they have decided it's going to be, like, their last hurrah. They're, like, they're going to get out of this. This is their last deal that they're going to do. It's going to be great. They're going to go live off luxury of what they already have and it's it. So they go into this house and they sit with the big wig and he's telling them about this new drug that he found. And they're just like smoking a joint, thinking it's just a joint, not knowing that it's laced with whatever this new drug he found is. And (laughs) this new drug is like from this, I can't remember if it's like a frog or a worm. It's some kind of like poison but in like lower dosages it like um I read the first one so long ago so it like in lower dosages it gives you this like really really like aphrodisiac kind of high like it makes you like super horny and so he calls down like his girl and she's like so like ready to go right so He's trying to talk up this drug to the two guys that are there. And he takes the two guys downstairs and tells the girl, friend of the two guys, to stay with his girl. So the boys go to do their business and he, she stays. And the girl's like, come upstairs with me and the bodyguard or whoever he is, right? And she's like, "Mm, this is kind of weird. Like, I'm not feeling too great. Like, this high's hitting me weird, right? So she's like, okay, but I'll just go. Like, this feels weird. 
So she goes upstairs and they're like straight getting it on. Like the second she walks upstairs, like she's starting to feel this like overwhelming, like sense of being turned on, but like, she doesn't want to get with these people, you know, like her boyfriend's downstairs and they're like going to town and she's like, you're man's downstairs he sees this he's gonna kill both of you like he's the biggest like drug pit in the world what are you doing and it's because of this drug well like they're like going at it and she's getting turned on because the drug makes you do that so then like things happen whatever and all of a sudden this like worm like pops out of her vagina so apparently it's like this like yeah so i'm doing a really bad job this <laughs> But, like, so she's, like, what's happening? I'm freaking out. Like, blood's coming from, like, yeah, there's, like, blood everywhere. This is coming out. So, apparently, there's a person has to be a host of this whatever that the drug comes from. And so, the girls are the hosts. Oh. And. So she finds out first. Meanwhile, the guys are downstairs and there's literally a girl tied up to this like Roman cross and she's like all like puffed out, like looks like death because the the big guy didn't want the girlfriend to see this. He only wanted to tell the guys because he's like, I want you to sell this drug. So this is really what's happening. Right. And there's like dead people on the floor. He's like, these bodies rejected this like parasite thing and they're obviously feeling the effects of the drug so they're getting like turned on by like this creepy like thing that's happening yeah it's like messed up man messed up so she's trying to get out from the room upstairs because she's like i don't want that thing because the thing like just crawls back into the girl who's like passed out on the floor like she's trying to get out like i don't feel great i'm like on this whatever's happening i need to get out of here before something happens to me they're downstairs like somehow like they end up killing the big guy like it's this whole weird like thing like you have to read it it's so hard to explain because there are so many levels of just like weirdness and locked upness man but apparently, like, the parasites yeah. need to, like, be in the body to, like, survive and feed off of the body. And then okay. they grow. And you can get all this, like, venom or whatever to make this drug that makes you, like, super high and super horny. And then, like, people love this feeling, so they want more and more and more. But then the more you have, then you, like, die. But so he's, like, been trying to microdose people in, like, his little group to figure out, like, the correct dosage to sell. And he finally figured out the correct dosage but needs a new source. So he was planning on using like the girl, his girlfriend as the new source. Cause this one was about to die. Like it was like the craziest thing. Like, so that's what I'm like, Sass, I don't know that I can keep going. Yeah. That's a lot. But and now then, so like, the next one was like the it. Santa one and it was like a lot more tame. And I was like, okay, I can get through. <laughs> I can get through this. <laughs> Good old Santophilia. Is that what it was called? Santophilia? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? really hot right by the Grinch and that All one right. turned out to be like some alien thing so I was like okay well we think <sighs> I don't know it depends on if you ask the girl or if you ask like the UFO people so <laughs> what the fuck I'm telling you dude I'm telling you you gotta read it it's so 
it, you're gonna finish this book and you're gonna be like jen what the actual fuck did i do? every story every one of the eight stories it's gonna be like jen what the, the fuck? <laughs> okay, so when I was looking up, just on Goodreads, I, I quickly looked around, and a lot of people said that the Dead Seal Challenge was their favorite. What was your favorite? I don't know. That one was a really good one. I will say, that one was a really good one. But I don't know. Ooh. Oh. I might have to agree. That one might be my favorite, too. Nice. I am excited for that I one. I, and nobody's going to agree with me, but I kind of really liked the one. Um, and you'll probably be like, really, Jen? I kind of really liked the end of the pit one. It was kind of like lame, but like I liked it because it was like a culty and like mm. there was like a demon involved. So I kind of liked that. I love demons. I think I it think- was more tame than a lot of the others, but I liked it. Yeah, no, that's cool. I love anything to do with the occult and demons. That's sick. Yeah. Alright, which one was the most disturbing? They're all They are all disturbing in their own right. But I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the first one only because of the initial shock value. Like yeah. they were all very, very disturbing in their own right. But because of that initial shock value from reading it and I'm like, what I'm gonna go with that one. What did yeah. other people say? Did did they say which ones were the most disturbing when you were looking it up? A lot of people said that they initially went into it without a lot of knowledge and they were shocked by the first one. So I think mm-hmm. a lot of people have the same sort of vibe as you. There were, yeah, there were a lot of people who just said, like, generally they were really shocked by the whole book. Yeah. Um, but it had a lot of really positive reviews. Like, yeah, I would say, yeah, most of the reviews were quite up there like three mm-hmm. stars plus which i thought was interesting considering how and it's short it's only it like a, a like less i want to say less than 200 pages but like i had to take breaks because they were like like disturbing like i it's not something i could sit and read like 200 pages in like one sitting like it was yeah. like i would read a story and then i'd have to like go read another book and then i would read a story and then like, <laughs> yeah like basically because they were like like it was like black mirror episodes like they're so vastly different each like little short but they're just so like out there that you're like what what is happening here like what Um. (laughs) (laughs) oh god okay um what kind of reader I mean you've already kind of answered it but like for our listeners, what kind of reader do you think would really love this book? Us. People who are <laughs> fucked up like us. The <laughs> <laughs> um, most fucked up What's people up? we know. Um, no, definitely. If, like, if you're into like the horror aspect of things, like Lucy here, she loves the good horror. Um, and I love Lucy. So no, if you're like a horror, definitely a horror person. Um, you just love really like strange, like sci-fi, like occult, like weirdness. Like, and this gets weird. Like, don't just say like, oh yeah, I like weird things, and you like aliens. Like, no, like you have to like like weird things. Like, you're getting in the depth of weird 
when you read this. So like, this isn't like surface level weird. Like, yeah, if you, you have to be in the depth of weird and be ready for the depth of weird in order to read this. So if you are not, if you have not gone there yet, this is probably not the place to start. I will say this is that. Not so, like a, it's not like a dip your foot into the, the waiting this pool. Is this is not is like, like your first monster smut kind of book. This is like you've been around the block many times, many times before. Because like, yeah, you have to be able to do like the hardcore drug use, the hardcore like monster demon, like weird weird fetishes like weird things if you can stomach the weird things you could do this one thick and then the obviously the blood and horror and the gore part of it too so yeah okay good to know uh for example the first sorry the first one like they literally kill the dude like the main kingpin dude and like the girl's dead on the Roman cross. They kill the main kingpin dude. There's all those dead people in the room. And then the three people, three drug dealers who are trying to get out of the business literally have sex, like, in all that blood. <laughs> and then decide to take it and, like, take the parasite and go to go sell the drug themselves. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you know, if you can't stomach that, that might not be a book for you. Yeah, and I, okay. like I said, I'm into the weird, and that might have like I almost thought that was a much for me. Like I almost stopped there. To be honest, though, I feel like if someone said that to me, challenge accepted. And I hope yeah. many people, many listeners, are like challenge accepted. You know what? Though I hope so too. And if that's you, please tell me. Like message us on Instagram and be like, "Hey, this was me, and I read it." And you know what? Even if you hate me after, please tell me. Like, Jen, I can't believe that you told me to read that book. That was the weirdest thing I ever read. Or, Jen, I love that you told me to read that book because it was the weirdest thing I ever read. I mean, the, the explanation is going to be the same. It's still going to be the weirdest thing you've ever read. But you're either going to love me or hate me after. So it's fine. You know what, though? I think sometimes a lot of us could do with a book like this. Yeah. Um, I feel like the last time that this happened, I was, like, so fantasied out. I'd read all of Akatar, I'd done Pony Glass, I'd done Plated Prisoner, I'd done Crescent City, I'd just finished Cruel Prince, and I was like, I need a fucking palate cleanser. And that's when I read Haunting Adeline, and I was like, perfect. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely gorgeous. I feel like I do this every now and again. I get fantasied out, and I'm like, oh, I need something really disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> and so I let think me say, if you I'm could not there. handle Haunting Adeline, you definitely cannot handle this well. So, you can't handle Haunting Adeline. Do not read this. Do not read this book. (laughs) Oh, my God. Will you be recommending this book to anyone that we know, Jen? Um, So I've already recommended it to you. Um, I recommended it to you, obviously. Um, I recommended it to Jill. And I've recommended it to Raven. I can't remember if I've recommended it to Aubrey or not. And, but I just reckon I've just I don't think I did it justice because I've prefaced it as like it's like black mirror and smut mixed and like didn't go into any more. 
They're our friends. They'll understand. I know. Actually, if they do, we should do a little book club with them. I would love it. I just I would, would love it so much. I think that we all deserve that. A little bit of fun. Um, yeah. I'm Kane. I'm going to set it up after this. I'm going to be like, hey, forcing you all to read this. <laughs> love you guys. They're Listen. all going to be like, I hate you all so much. No, they've all got fucking ratchet taste. I know it. Uh-huh. I love my girls. I love them. Oh, okay. Who? Okay, this is a good one, and you can't say me. Who has the most fucked up taste out of our friends? <laughs> Besides me. You. <laughs> you are the fucked upness of the friends. It's us. Ain't that the truth, though? Look, I, I wear that flag of pride. I know. Quiet. Everybody is kind of normal compared to us. That's why we did this podcast. That's so true, isn't it? And that's, yeah. That's a beautiful thing. When you think about it, it's a really beautiful thing. I remember we I had that. I say, though, I'm trying to get Raven on the train. I'm trying to, like, Raven's very open, so I'm trying to be like, here, here's here's another one. Raven's this one too. so cool. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that Raven had kids. And then she told me a bit yeah. of her backstory, and I was like, brother, what? Like, she's uh-huh. so cool. Love you, Raven. <laughs> Love you. Love yeah, because so I told much. her about this book, and she goes, that sounds cool. And I was like, read it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll definitely yeah, buddy read it with her. She'd so be into it. Yeah, she loves this kind of stuff, too. So she would be into it. Okay. I'm going to set it up. Well, Joe's got so much time on her hands as well. Yeah. I'm- it's time. It's time, Gilly Pops. <laughs> yup. We're doing it. <laughs> the creepy, smutty book club. <laughs> We're beginning it. Now, the next question is, have you read anything else like this? Awesome no. For a friend. So this is like the first time you've ever read something that's like this, like Black Mirror-esque. Yeah. And I would love to read more. I'm so intrigued by this. Mm. I know I looked and they have some other, like the people that wrote this have some other books. I don't know if they're exactly like on this level or like kind of like this vibe. I have to like really deep dive and see, but I would love to read more like this. Like, I don't know that I need it to be like this extreme, like it'd be cool. But like, I love the kind of like horror. I need to get more into like this kind of like horror erotica genre. Like it's kind of really cool. Yeah, I want to read more horror this year. I want to read a, more, a lot more, like, gothic, academia, horror mm-hmm. kind of stuff, which kind of ties in nicely with some of the books we've got coming up, too, for the rest yeah, of the does. season. So I'm Absolutely. looking forward to that. And then I'm just – I really just want more sapphic. Yeah. I just want all of the sapphic. But, yeah, I really want to add way more horror to my rep- repertoire. A lot of people were saying, like, to start with, you know, like, the classics. Mm-hmm. Um do that Christine and you know all of the spooky scary originals and I'm like yeah I don't know if I'd be into that (laughs) have you read um Maeve Fly no so I just bought that I heard that was really good we could read that oh yeah let's do it I'm keen for anything that's spooky the last time I was scared was when I read um Her Soul to Take I was scared out of my fucking mind when I read that I was like Every page. I still have to finish that series. I haven't finished the series. So good. So good. So you've read the first one? Mm-hmm. Mm. 
I wish that I could read yeah. those books again for the first time. I loved those books. They truly scared me and turned me on. <laughs> I loved it. I love it. Demons. It takes like a demons. lot to like. Yeah, right. I feel like the other two books are a lot less scary and a lot more delving into the worlds um, mm-hmm. and gods and stuff. The first one is so much scarier. I yeah. wish that I wish that Harley had made them equally as spooky, but it also could be because we kind of bring near the monsters when you get to the next book, so they yeah. become worse. But yeah, so spooky. I reckon people who liked her soul to take would enjoy this. Even though it's, like, a different level, it's still, like, yeah. you know, like, demons, big fucking appendages and, like, dead yeah. things yeah. that, like, come after you in the night and, like, mm-hmm. very – oh, wait, no, I can't tell you that part. You haven't read the second book. <laughs> nope. Anyways, on we go. Um, yeah. Is there anything else that you want our listeners to know about Petite Mort? Just, you know what? Don't be afraid, like, if you're on NetGalley and stuff like that, don't be afraid to take a chance on, like, really obscure books. Like, I know people just kind of stick with ones they know or the ones that, like, look cute. Like, if you see something that, like, looks so out there or, like, just looks cool, just try it. Like, I, this probably wouldn't have been something if I had just read the title or the description that I would have picked myself. But, like, I was just sitting there one day and was like, this cover looks really cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna try for it. And then when I got the like the neck alley whatever they're called, arc read, advanced reader copy, I was like, okay, let's do it. And I ended up really, really liking it. So it probably wouldn't have been something that I like would have picked for myself like I don't know, like on Amazon. Like I wouldn't have looked for it, you know? Yeah. But like stumbling across it, like it was really cool. Like don't be I know we always say don't judge a book by its cover, but like if you like a cover, like sometimes just pick a book because it's cute, like, or it yeah. looks cool, you know, like don't judge it because it's ugly, but like if it's a cute cover, like, or a cool cover, like try it. You never know. <laughs> That's such a good piece of advice as well, just to live by. I think we do all kind of get stuck in our ways. And we also, I think as people in this sort of creative realm, we get sucked into a lot of trends and it's yeah. nice to see like yeah especially you like bringing something really different to the table um I think we need a bit more of that in this industry I feel like we all kind of latch onto these books when we could maybe be trying different genres <laughs> yeah because I mean like I that's not something I would have ever like like especially like on TikTok or whatever like we always kind of pick the same ones or we pick these trends and like don't be afraid to try something new because you never know you might end up really liking it like yeah, this book was very weird and strange, but I loved it. Like, and now that's a genre that, like, I can branch into, you know, like, that I probably yeah. wouldn't have even thought of before. So don't be afraid to try something new just because it's different and out of the ordinary and not something that other people are, like, all reading. I love that. Oh, what a nice way to cap off this episode. Now, I didn't ask question of the week at the beginning of this episode because I wanted to ask you um, to cap off this episode and just sort of to bring some good vibes into our content. Um, Tell me one good thing that has happened to you in the last month. Last month? Hmm. 
Tenang. <laughs> what I want to say, I can't say. So now I'm like. Yeah, I'm like, I, I know what. Your um, second best, Jen. Give me a second best thing that happened this week. Okay. So, I'm going to be, can I be super cryptic? Yeah. Like, I'll tell you, but, like, I can't, like, announce it to the public yet. Okay, so there are some big things in the works. Um, I got kind of offered a position within a big event that is happening. Um, not on the forefronts, but behind the scenes of like a super big event that is happening, um, over the next two years, <laughs> I don't want to give too much away cause I'm not, I don't know how much I'm allowed to say, but it's going to be behind the scenes work and I've been reaching out to a couple people about it. So yeah, I'm just really excited to be able to work on such a big event and be able to do something that I love behind the scenes and just do it because I love it and because it's fun and just be able to not only do the bookish face like on TikTok and on like the podcast and Instagram and things like that but also now to like do it as like a little part-time gig too like it's fun so cool I'm very proud of you thanks <laughs> oh, that's really. What nice. about you? This month has been pretty hard. I won't lie. But I think probably one of like the biggest positives from this month is like I get to come home and see my mom. Um, flying across the country is obviously not my favorite way to spend my Saturday, but coming here always like grounds me. Um, for those who don't know, Perth is like a very scenic city it's like one of the most isolated cities in the world um there's like nothing around it but it's a beach city it's big it's like 2.3 million population um but it is known for its beaches so my parents live by the beach in a really nice house so I feel very blessed whenever I come here and I get to just chill out with my family so yeah that's been like the best thing that's happened this month and I'm very very grateful that I get to be here with them Love that. Yay. Yay. <laughs> all, right. all right, guys. Well, well, thanks for listening. I love how you're like, all right, well, at the same time. <laughs> one brain cell, Jen. One brain cell. Always, you, you always, always, like, always. Chop it off, girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow us on all of our social medias at good.girls.pod. See you later. Bye, guys.